Well, well, well. Welcome, welcome back. No greater love. We are here. We are here. Welcome back. We are here for our guess what it is season premiere. Our new season has started today. Yes, we are on season two, episode one of our No Greater Love podcast. And as promised, as I told you all before, that um, we're going to do something special for this episode. So I'm glad you guys are all here. I missed you all. I love you all. And I just wanted to let you know that today we're going to be joined with our special guest. So I'm going to introduce this person. This person has been a, a very, very major part of my life. I love this person with all of my heart. And I can think of no one else better to start my new season than my own personal bestie, Daphne! Yay! Yay! Hey, everybody! Daphne, <laughs> welcome! Hey! Well, um, for those of you who don't already know, and you should know, <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast, Daphne is my sister! And yeah. it was important for me to start the new season with her um, because we share so many memories, so much background. And I just feel like um, when we go into the topics, um, I feel like having her with me um, on some, you know, some of these topics that we, we go into, that having her insight is, is going to prove to be like a major, a major plus. Um, I feel like more people also will be able to connect because of some of her own experiences. So we're just glad to have you, Daphne. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Hi, everyone. All right. All right. So today we're going to go on to our topic of the day. Our topic today we're discussing is um, the topic... Um, many are called, but only few are chosen. Um, anyone who's been on this, um, you know, anyone who's ever even opened up a Bible have heard, has heard this, this word, many are called and few are chosen. Um, for a long time, you know, I've always considered myself, you know, chosen. That was something I declared to myself. But what I want to ask you, Daphne, is at what time, at what moment did you feel as though you were so-called chosen? And before you answer that, for those of you who don't understand what we mean when we say many are called, only few are chosen, we're pretty much, this is based on the word. And the words, the scripture speaks about how many, uh, Jesus speaks in a parable and he talks about um, a, a wedding feast and, and, and in this parable he speaks about how many people will be called but only few will be chosen so we consider that to be we consider those of us that are chosen are people that God, God has personally called on to fulfill his purpose his calling and to uh, you know fulfill something great on this earth to make this world a better place that's what I consider being chosen to be. And I do consider myself to be chosen. But before I talk about 
when I realized that I was chosen. I want to bring it to Daphne. And Daphne, give us a little bit about yourself and let us know when you thought, you know, when you realized that you were one of the chosen. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, For those who don't know me, my name is Daphne um, Cedrus. Um, Married to a wonderful man, Gilbert Cedrus. Um, We have a total of 10 children between us. Um, We're the Brady Bunch. Um, I'm a registered nurse. um, And I am the, I would say the founder of Helping Hands Ministry. Um, I'll get to that in a little bit of what that is. But um, I feel like I realized or realized, well, basically realized I was chosen um, was when um, I had to look back on my life and see where God had bought me from. Um, Those who grew up with me knew, um, knows me, I was a little rebellious, a little... um, a little not really knowing dangers out there. So I was constantly in some type of situation where everyone would be like, oh my goodness, Daphne. Mm -hmm. Daphne, what are you doing? I'm a witness. (laughs) I'm a witness. So in in that sense, you know, we didn't really have that relationship with God. I don't even think I was saved yet. Um, But I look back and I see what I was in and, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, wow, I could have just been taken out at that moment. This could have happened. That could have happened. And I see where God has brought me to. Um, You know, I I went through uh, abusive marriage. I went through violence in my marriage. I went through, you know, being a single mom of, you know, five children, six children. And let's Um, be clear, that was the former marriage you are now happily remarried oh yeah oh yeah oh yes. absolutely <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was not touching my- <laughs> he's not putting his hands on me but anyway <laughs> he's an awesome very if you guys know him he's he's a pleasant he's such a demure person he's exactly the opposite of what i've been through but um it took a while to get there for me at least because um you know i was pretty much just doing my own thing kind of um, walking in the way that I thought that was best for me and my family. Um, I feel like when I kind of let God take over, and when I say take over, it wasn't like a decision like, okay, God, here, here's my life. You can have it. I just started focusing on things that I was good at or I enjoyed doing, and I did it for the ministry, which is where my Helping Hands ministry came from. Um, that was something that I, I actually did for myself being a single mom, I needed to know how do I find out how I'm going to pay my rent if I'm going to be evicted? How do I keep my lights on if I'm going to, you know, um, have my lights turned on, turned off tomorrow, you know? So I started researching and I love computers. So I started researching, finding out ways on how to do these things. When God took me out of that situation and he put me on a stable financial um, ground, um, I then in turn used those resources that I needed in the past to help others. And right. I found joy in it to the point where That's I would good. exhaust myself. And um, I realized that those things that I went through in my life were setting me up for what God wanted me to do um, Ooh, now, like presently, that. and what he still like wants that. me to do. Because I, again, I'm not perfect. Sometimes I'm tired and someone will say, well, dad, you can do my taxes because I do that too for free. 
I don't charge. Um, and it was part of the ministry because it was something that I said, why am I charging people? If I know how to do it, it's easy for me or help some with college um, papers. Um, so I would be tired and stuff, but I would feel accomplished. I would feel that God is pleased and, you know, and God has protected my family. We've been through so much. It's not enough for this podcast to tell you. I could literally mm -hmm. write a book, but um, God has um, been there in every single step of the way. I could never say that there's a time in my life that I've gone through something that I can say, you know what, maybe he wasn't there at that moment. He was there every single moment, even the worst moment, the, the crying moments, the happy moments. So, so it's safe that's to pretty say, much, yeah. It's safe, yeah, so it's safe to say that um, when you, while you were going through the struggle, that is when, and, and when you overcame it, during that struggles where you realized that you were chosen by God for something? Was it during the struggle or when you finally overcame or at what point did you realize like, okay, all right, clearly I'm chosen for a purpose and that there is something that God is calling me. At what point in your life did you, was it prior to the, the first marriage or, you know, after the first marriage? At what point did you realize that? It was definitely after the first marriage. Let's just put that, that it was definitely after um, I got saved, you know, when I was, you know, 17, I'm going to say with my ex, you know, cause it's his grandmother ran a church. Um, God bless her soul. She's has since passed, but she was the beginning of what started um, my relationship with the Lord. Um, now I want people to understand that a lot of people, when they say you start your journey, people assume journey is like a straight path. And as you go further, you get better and better and better. And then also it's like, whoa, I am holy and I am just here and right, I'm just going right. to stay at this one peak. But that's not what it is. Literally, exactly. it's up exactly. and downs. I yeah, go through yeah, a period um, of just, you know, of just being like when I was sick, I had gotten COVID early on. First, as soon as COVID hit, I got hit with it because I was working in the hospital and no one knew what it was. So I got it. Um, those were the worst and the best, I should say, six weeks of my life because I was near death. And um, I, I literally had no one else to depend on but God. So um, I went through this, this, this almost like I felt like a cleansing of my spirit. Um, and I got better. And I was just so in this, this part of my life where I just felt so uplifted. And I just felt so much like swelling in my heart for just in love and just appreciation for the Lord. And I still do. But then there's a point in my, in my life where some stress has come in. And so then there, that, that, that feeling is not there. So that's why I always say it's important to not think that, well, I'm not close with God because I don't have that feeling right now. Right. Um, I like that. I like always that. there. So that's that. Mm -hmm. That I think that's where we get um, all of us, like those of us that, are on a mission to, you know, kind of follow God and go down that path. I think that's where we get confused at. I think we, in our minds, think that, you know, being a follower of Christ or being a, you know, a Christian entails you being on the up and up all the time and you being this positive person, you being this good, and you not having any shortcomings and you never failing. You need to be on this. And I think a lot of people are turned off by, you know, 
certain Christians, some Christians. Now, clearly, we should be um, aiming, aiming to go down a certain path to try to be positive people, to live right. Yes. And do, but it's not always the case. I feel like we're still, you know, people, we all need to understand that we are human and we are capable of failure. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people fall short in, in thinking that, oh, these Christians, they should be this holier than thou. They should be standing on a, on a, a you know, platform and standing, yeah. you know, and, 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 mm -hmm. and to me, I hate, I hate that concept and thinking because I feel like, yes, we do have a standard to uphold because we are representing Christ to some degree, but then also keep in mind, we're human. We're not perfect. Yes. We were created in sin. That's what the Bible says. We were created in sin. So God already knew before we were born, we were going to fall short is to try to be better and try to do better daily. And then we might not get it right this time, but then later on, we'll, we won't, you know, we'll, we'll get it right tomorrow. We'll try and do better tomorrow, you know? So, um, I, you know, I, you know, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree that, um, that in, in that time that, um, so tell me a little bit more about, um, specifically what your helping hand ministry so now you did say you did say that during the period of the struggle where you had to deal with certain things what did you in a you know briefly just let us know like what did you do specifically what are the resources that you you realized that you had access to that you could share with others well um i realized that um to me, it, it came easy because, like I said, I love computers. I'm always, I've had a computer since I can remember when, and I always figured things out. But I realized what was easy to me, some people didn't even know about it. And that's, it was astonishing. I was like, what? You don't know that you can do that? You didn't know that? And people had all these resources in front of them that they were not using. And during my struggle of being a single mom of five children and then six children, um, just taking care of them, paying rent, um, working full time, you know, and then going back to school because I was an LPN first and then I went and got back, got my RN, doing that all alone, no help from, you know, government assistant, nothing like that. And not saying that I couldn't, didn't want to because at one point I was definitely trying, but because I was an LPN, they felt like, okay, well, you make enough money. You're not making zero dollars. So then you don't need any help from assist, you don't need any assistance. So I said, fine, I'm gonna take care of my children. I did everything I had to do. And then I realized that other people were in my same shoes, whether they had five children, six children, or even one child, they needed that help. So then there came, you know, the, the rental assistance. I found out that, you know, you could get help with rental and even getting your lights turned off, you know, because at one point I, I was in that situation too. My lights were turned off. and. I was like, this is such a horrible situation. And it was so disappointing and so sad, you know, to be able to come home and the kids are like, oh, the lights are not on or certain things are not working in the house, like stove or things like that. Um, and I didn't, I, I felt just, just horrible. I felt horrible. So then mm -hmm. trying to get my finances together, trying to make up a plan to say, okay, let me see how I could save money, cut corners so I can make sure these things get paid. And then trying to get assistance to kind of catch me up. So that's kind of how that started. And then okay. when I got into a position in my life that, you know, God took me out of that situation where I no longer needed to do that. I no longer needed to look for assistance or 
get assistance or anything like that. Then I realized there were other people that needed that help. So that's how I began to help others. So mm-hmm. that's pretty mm-hmm. much that, that my focus, that's how I okay. started that um, on that road. And I continue that. I do taxes. I help people with their, um, with college applications, college essays, um, you know, anything that I can find. And if I don't know it, then I learn it. Even like mortgages. I just bought our first home. We just bought our first home um, two years ago. And that was a process that I didn't believe that I could ever do. Um, But I remember my husband on our old house, we were renting this house and he wrote on the wall, let's buy our first home in the name of Jesus. And I'm like, why are you writing on these people's wall? We don't own this house. So I was like, and I'm ready to buy paint to remove it. But then I went to go look at it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave it up here. So that was the first push because he, he's, he's someone that he believes, he knows, he has faith. His faith is, un, uh, is unwavering, I should say. And there are people that think that, oh yeah, he didn't grow up in the church. He didn't know about God. He didn't know about Christianity or anything like that, any relationships or at all. But when he found God, he realized like, yeah, I have faith and that's it. There's nothing that you could tell that man when he knows that God has it, he's good. I'm the stressor. I'm the one that would worry. And like, oh, well, is he going to do it for me? Is he happy with me? Is he pleased with me? Maybe he not. He, he might not want to do it for me. So we, we, <laughs> I appreciate we, that. <laughs> yeah, we went, we went through that. And um, I put in God's hands and literally everything just fell into place. And we even went on vacation before our closing, which people don't even do. Because, you know, you're like trying to save every coin you have. But we went on vacation um because we didn't get to have a real honeymoon when we got married so we went on went to jamaica and then we came back and we closed on our first home and it was a home big enough for all our children yes yes beautiful so it's great uh you have so many um so many avenues so many resources so let's go down the list like you go we do um you do help with loans um student loans you help with oh um, yes you, you help with applications, college applications. You also right. help with energy assistance, um, resources and how to get assistance for like if you're in your home, if you're dealing with evictions, if you're dealing with um, needing help with, um, you know, what, you know, electric, water, whatever the case is, yes. you, have, you have connections to resources that can help people in need. Yeah, and to me, out there. I, truly that is evidence of you being chosen by God because key word here, part of why you're cho- you knew you were chosen is and why I know and what I can tell right away you're chosen is because there's a gratification and a peace that you obtain in trying to make someone else's life better better so i feel like being chosen involves a peace and a and a joy that we get out of trying to make someone else's life better trying to help someone, trying to encourage someone and help someone to know who God is through our works. And so when you have people that are out there and they're putting resources out there and they, they, they take it for fees, let's be clear. We all, we're, no one's dumb here. We're all trying to survive and, you know, we need finances to gain, to gain things, um, even, you know, to even take care of our family. However, when God lays it on your heart, that there's a gift that comes to you naturally and that that gift, you can share it with others without demanding, because there are so many people that can't afford 
you know, the fees and the costs that come with what we do. When you're able to take a moment out of your time and ministry, that's ministry. You're able to take time out of yourself to, 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 to partake in something that comes naturally to you and share it with us. And where I knew that there was of um, favor on, I was dealing with a lot. I was dealing yeah. with a lot in terms of some crazy instances in my life where I've watched, I mean, I sat there and watched a man get stabbed. You know, I didn't watch him, but he wow. actually fell yeah. to the ground. I right remember you talking me. about that. Stabbed oh, 15 times and, and without thought, you know, the thought process is to help you know, help out this guy. And this is in the midst of COVID. And, and we'll talk about that story another time. But, you know, there's so many different sto- things that took place in my life that was just out of the ordinary. And I think it's through those experiences that I've been through that someone, it, it, this can't be just coincidence. And I'm going through these extreme instances and extreme circumstances. Somehow someone is supposed to hear these stories and, and, and be encouraged or, or know that there is there is some level of hope. There's hope beyond well, absolutely. in front. You know what I'm saying? So, so I think that through that, this is where the podcast was birthed because I felt like not just, this, this shouldn't end with me. What I've gone through shouldn't just end with me because it's not the average that people go through. And I think that's what makes us, the Bible says, peculiar. It makes us different. Um, is because mm-hmm. we know we're chosen and for all of you out there and you know you're chosen it's because when there's something inside of you if you don't find peace there's a, a lack of peace in you because you feel like you're searching and you're looking and you're, you're trying to figure out what it is but you yeah. can't put your finger on it I encourage you to you know pray about it and ask God to reveal to you what is it that you have to offer to a lost world because the world we're living in is truly lost and there's so much we can do and so much we can provide to um to people who are lost and and, and if we can provide some sort of resource whether it's helping hands ministry or mm-hmm. whether it's through the podcast that i have or whether it's through what you have as a gift that comes naturally to you whether it's you know skilled at working out or you know you're skilled at doing maybe whatever it is that the, the world to make someone's life skilled, better right? to make someone's exactly to make someone's yeah. life better and when I said skilled at working out I said that specifically <laughs> because of the struggle that we all have you know <laughs> even being a you know a motivator life coach uh you know whatever it is that you're yeah. that you're good at you know that will in turn and if, if you can do that and help people that are desperately in need of someone, of somebody, some leader or some motivator to help them go forward, then that's a plus. That is a plus and that will help make the world better. So Daphne, what is our, this is the quiz for you. What is our mission on No Greater Podcast? Oh, um, through Christ, we are on a mission to empower one another to be the greatest version of ourselves using the powerful command Love. Yes. Yay. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, so that is the mission. The mission is that we're trying to empower others to be the greatest version. You know, we're empower ourselves to be the greatest version of our empowering one another to be the greatest version of ourselves. 
that's what we're doing. And do your ministry. Um, I said your ministry was no really your ministry is helping hands ministry. They can access yes. that online, can't they? Well, I did have a website, but I realized no one was using it. Everyone would call me. So um, I'm going to try to create like an Instagram page that it just kind of has like, oh, I have a bio on the top and they could access links. Um, but okay. I think that's the best way because um, as the years have gone by, back in, I'm going to say 2000, it would be a website. But right now, social media is the way to connect with people. So I think that's right. going to be my next route. Okay, so in the meantime, if anyone's interested in um, being a or being a part of, of donating to, and she's usually her donations are usually ink and paper and, and things paper. like that, <laughs> ink and paper. Yeah, I do not. I do not accept. Um, I do not accept financial. <laughs> financial. Um, I don't accept financial any payments. like money. You know, so no keep your money, money, no payments. She no payments. Just wants ink and uh, paper and and paper, like that. a nice you pen know, or something uh, like that. <laughs> little folders for, for the yes. um, for the Helping Hands Ministry. And if you actually want some assistance, if you're looking for some assistance, please, by all means, guys, leave a message in my message box, and I'll be sure to reach out to you and give you all the information you need. Her number directly that you can talk to her, and we'll connect you. Um, and the ministry name is called Helping Hands Ministry. So um, for those of you, remember, keep in mind, keep the scripture in mind. It's called, the scripture says, many are called and few are chosen. And we truly believe that you, you, if you're listening to this, trust me, this wasn't by coincidence. You are chosen. If yes. you're listening to this right now. You were chosen by God for his purpose, for his glory, to do something to change the world and make the world better. And maybe we'll reach hundreds, but you'll reach thousands and millions. Who knows? And I'm telling you right now, I challenge you to get on your knees and talk to God about it. Ask him to reveal to you what is it that you're called for? Because I'm telling you right now, you are chosen. Mark my words on that. So we want to thank you guys. We're a little extended today because we had our special guest, and we want to thank you for joining us and being a part of this Thank podcast. you, thank you. And we will see you next week. We love you all. We thank love you. Thank you for being a part of No Greater Love. Bye-bye. Bye. Be blessed. Be blessed.